It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Carolina Panthers are going to draft Bryce Young. That's the reality of the situation, whether you like it or not. And I happen to love Bryce Young as a prospect and think in the right situation, he can have success in the NFL. But despite all of that, I don't think he should be the pick. I'll tell you why right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me to get in on the weekly Friday mailbag right here on Locked On Panthers. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager and managing your own football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the App Store. My listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked on, that's in all caps, win in the game store. Speak now or forever hold your peace for tonight is the day we have been waiting for since March 10th when the Carolina Panthers traded up to number one, swapping from nine to one, giving up DJ Moore, a second round pick this year and a second round pick in 2025 and their first round pick next year in 2024. We have been sitting here for the last seven weeks discussing who will the Carolina Panthers take at number one? We knew it was going to be a quarterback. Would it be C.J. Stroud of Ohio State, Alabama's Bryce Young, Florida's Anthony Richardson, or Kentucky's Will Levis? On this day, it appears the pick is Bryce Young. That has been the prevailing thought across the NFL for three-plus weeks now. That is the reality of the situation. The Carolina Panthers tonight are going to select Bryce Young at 5'10", 204, at least that's what he weighed at the Combine, as their hopeful franchise quarterback. It's time for you to get on board, whether you like it or not. And we'll have plenty of time 
in the future to debate whether it was the right pick or the wrong pick, but we will not find out until we actually see Bryce Young play. And certainly, I have my opinion, you have your opinion, we all have our opinions on who the Panthers should take and whether it's going to work out at all. There'll be some people who say in the end, I told you, he's too small, it's never going to work, he's not going to be durable enough, and there's others who are going to say, I told you, the size was never a concern, the way he processes, the way that he's able to play off script, that is what you want in today's NFL, the guy is a gamer there's going to be two different schools of thoughts multiple schools of thoughts over the next couple of seasons as Carolina hopes that taking Bryce Young will turn around this franchise and bring them sustained success something that David Tepper promised us when he fired Ron Rivera with four weeks left into the season back in 2019 through three years with Matt Rule and then Steve Wilkes as an interim for 11 games that has not happened the Panthers have been one of the laughing stocks of the NFL, trying Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield at quarterback. It has not worked. Y'all have praised false idols in Kyle Allen, a broken and battered Cam Newton 2.0, Baker, Sam, Matt Corral. That has not worked for the Carolina Panthers. It is time for them to take a quarterback. I am just hoping that the guy they're going to take in Bryce Young ends up being the right pick. I loved watching Bryce Young the last two years at Alabama. I think Bryce Young can have success in the NFL. I share the concerns of his size and his weight because he is an outlier. You can bring up Kyler Murray. You can bring up Russell Wilson. Bryce Young does not run around like Kyler Murray. And if you checked out and seen what's happened the last two seasons of Kyler Murray, how he's not been healthy, how he's coming off an ACL injury that's going to cost him probably half this upcoming season, that's a concern, and he's a much bigger player. And Played baseball, has a strong arm. Bryce Young, pretty average arm. He can put it in the right spots, but it's not necessarily what you're going to go right home about when you're breaking down Bryce Young as a prospect. Russell Wilson, okay, a guy back in 2012 where the NFL wasn't so keen on taking smaller players at 5'11", 204, very similar, the same weight, an inch taller than Bryce Young, and now listed at 215 in Denver. Scott Fitterer, Dan Morgan, John Snyder, and that Seahawks organization, they took a chance on Russell. He ends up beating Matt Flynn out, and the rest is history. He's been one of the best quarterbacks the last decade in the NFL, having won a Super Bowl as well. So Russell Wilson worked, but Russell was thicker. Russell, again, was a baseball player. It's not an apples-to-apples comparison when you compare Bryce Young to Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. There is not a player in the league right now that you can compare Bryce Young to. And despite all that, the Carolina Panthers believe that Bryce Young, based off of what he did last year, carrying an offense that really had one NFL player that I think is going to have long-term success, and that's Jameer Gibbs, who plays the running back position. So we'll see how long-term that success is. But that's the only guy he had on that roster last year who you could depend on. He had to carry that team to wins in Austin against Texas, to overtime loss at LSU and Baton Rouge, playing in Tennessee and Knox on the third Saturday of October, where he came off the only injury he ever had, to his throwing shoulder, which he injured by falling down his own fault, wrong way at Arkansas, and he came back and threw for 500 yards and had them down the field to win the game before Bama kickers do what they do best and miss critical kicks in the fourth quarter. Bryce Young was excellent last year. He impressed me. CJ Stroud was excellent last year, especially on New Year's Eve against the Georgia Bulldogs where we finally saw everything we wanted to see. And for whatever reason, 
depending on who you talk to, whether they always love Bryce Young and CJ, whether it was CJ who they traded for, or it was Bryce Young they traded for, CJ Stroud has fallen out of favor, maybe not just with the Carolina Panthers, but for the rest of the league, despite having the size and the accuracy and everything you're looking for in today's quarterback, CJ Stroud apparently will not be the pick here in Carolina. It will be Bryce Young. Will Levis look great in 2021 when he had Liam Cohen, who was with Los Angeles last year and is now back at Kentucky as his OC, running a modern NFL system? You know what he looks like in that. You also know what he looks like when he does not have a good offensive line. He struggled with interceptions and taking care of the football, but he's a plus athlete. He's got a cannon for an arm. His words, not mine. And he's someone who can possibly step in and start from day one in the right situation. And knowing that Thomas Brown is here in Carolina, coming from that same Sean McVay system that he ran back in 2021 at the University of Kentucky in Lexington, why wouldn't Will Levis make sense for the Carolina Panthers? I have told y'all from the beginning, I was fine with the Carolina Panthers taking any of these four quarterbacks. I know a lot of you have selective hearing or just don't want to hear at all and are going to say, oh, he doesn't like that guy. No, I'm fine with the Panthers taking Bryce Young. I'm fine with them taking Anthony Richardson. I'm fine with them taking Will Levis. I'm fine with them taking C.J. Stroud. I would rather go Anthony than Bryce, than C.J., than Levis. And I know just right there, you took a step back. Bryce Young's the pick. I'm on board with that. I love Bryce Young. I want him to succeed in Carolina. And I hope with this coaching staff that's built with Parks Frazier, Jim Caldwell, Josh McCown, Frank Reich, Thomas Brown, and a great offensive line, they are built to bring in a young quarterback and lead them to success down the road and develop them the right way. This is the best situation you want a player in. And because of that, that's why Anthony Richardson should be the pick. Anthony Richardson, when you look at the tape and you really break it down, there's a lot more to love than the hate. Yeah, you can talk about the accuracy and the completion percentage. Did you see who he was throwing to last year at Florida? How many of those guys are going to be playing on Sundays? And if you understand the complexity of that scheme run down there in Gainesville last year, year one, under new head coach Billy Napier, he was asked to do a lot of things pre-snap, which you're going to be asked to do on Sundays. And according to a lot of folks who know the game better than I do, he did a damn good job of that. And the mechanics, you can work on that. And that's part of what the Panthers need to do with whoever they bring here. Coach them up. You have an athlete that we have never seen at that position, including Cam Newton. Cam was big. Cam was strong. Had a crazy strong arm. He was not as fast as Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson's a guy who wants to win, man. He wants to be coached. He's a smart kid. He's a good kid by all accounts. And not someone who I think the Carolina Panthers should take the risk at taking at number one. I never felt like any of these guys were worth the number one pick. There was not a surefire prospect in this draft class. There was no Caleb Williams or Drake May coming out next year. There was no Trevor Lawrence. There was no Peyton Manning. There wasn't one of those guys that you looked at, you need to trade the farm to get that man. I did not feel that way. But the Carolina Panthers understood that they could no longer go out there and get these reclamation projects. They could no longer be on this merry-go-round of quarterback sucks. They decided to move up, control the narrative of the draft, and be able to take the quarterback that they wanted. And if the opportunity presented itself, they could move back if they loved two guys. But they're going to take one, and it's going to be Bryce Young. I just feel like Anthony Richardson is the guy who has the highest ceiling of any of the quarterbacks in this draft. He could also be a bust. The Panthers brought in the best staff money could buy 
so that when they drafted a quarterback, he would be in the best situation. He would have the best coaching. They would try to put the best pieces around him. And right now, the wide receiver core is not great. But in the future, the thought is you're going to really invest there. And it won't be a concern come year two, year three for whoever they draft, which appears to be Bryce Young. I just think after going through the last seven weeks and looking at these prospects and talking to as many people we talked to on this podcast and everything that I've read, that Anthony Richardson is who the Carolina Panthers should take at number one. So put me on the record with that. But also understand that I still love Bryce Young and I'm going to support Bryce Young and I want Bryce Young to have success. And I have been a Bryce Young fan from the jump. And I think C.J. Stroud is a good player as well. And I will take Will Levis and I will support him. And I can see plenty of reasons why the Panthers would want him. But at the end of the day, the guy I think the Carolina Panthers should take, but they're not going to take, is Anthony Richardson. But with that being said, welcome to Carolina Bryce. I'm on board. I'm ready to see it. Let's go. So there it is. Speak now or forever hold your peace because this is the last chance y'all got to get whatever takes you have about the 2023 NFL Draft. And I'm certainly going to empty the clip on this show because I am ready for this to be over with. So we'll get into it more. The needs. We've talked about all this stuff ad nauseum on the show. I'll give you more what I'm thinking ahead of tonight's NFL Draft in Kansas City right here on Locked on Panthers. All right, but before I get back to it, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever heard me talk about this mobile game app? I'm sure you have, but have you ever in your life thought you'd make a good general manager? You got to give this game a try. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, players, has personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of the season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Panthers listeners, meaning you, get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So to repeat, I think the Panthers should take Anthony Richardson. He's the best athlete. I think about the NBA terms and also just the traits that a lot of the NFL teams look at. There's a debate right now whether Will Anderson from Alabama or Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech should be the first defensive end taken. Who's that guy who has the higher ceiling? Well, they look at Tyree Wilson and his traits, and they say that might be the better player, even though Will Anderson at Alabama in the SEC produced far greater numbers than Tyree Wilson ever did playing in the Big 12 at Texas Tech. NFL teams love traits. Look at the NBA. 
you get a lot of younger players, and you look at guys who might go to college and average seven points, but if they are 7-1 and they're long, they're lean, they're athletic, you're going to give them a chance. You're going to take the athlete, develop the player. That's the same way I'm looking at Anthony Richardson right now. Take the athlete, develop the player. But according to a lot of people who've broken down the film, there might not be that much to really develop. He might not be the kind of project that a lot of us a couple months ago and maybe even weeks ago felt was the case of Anthony Richardson. So I think they should take Richardson. I know they're going to take Bryce Young. And again, letting people know, please listen closely because I know a lot of you are really bad at doing that. I love Bryce Young. I am good with Bryce Young. I will support Bryce Young. I will not be upset when they take Bryce Young. I want Bryce Young. I just want Anthony Richardson more. I want Will Levis. I just want Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young more. I want CJ Stroud. I just want Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young more. I will take any of the four. So again, for those who are hard at hearing, because I know there's a lot of you out there, Anthony Richardson should be the pick, but Bryce Young's going to be the pick, and I have no problem with that at all. I'm having my cake, and I'm eating it too, and I do not want you guys being a bunch of jerks and getting up in my DMs and ticking me off. So again, I know a lot of people cannot hear very well, but I'm telling you one final time, Richardson should be the pick. Bryce will be the pick. I have no problem with that. I like Bryce Young. I like Richardson more, and I'm fine to take Stroud or Levis. Are we all understanding where I'm coming from. I'm sure people are nodding and saying yes, and there's also people who are shaking their heads saying no because, well, I don't know. All right, moving on. We've talked about it, the needs. We've, we've debated 39. I had an epiphany the other night, and I decided that, okay, edge rusher, let's do that at 39. Of course, that is all based on who's available in the needs for the Carolina Panthers. Going into 39, the Carolina Panthers really should be looking at edge or corner. This wide receiver class is not necessarily one that's going to offer up a lot of big guys. It's kind of like with Bryce Young. He's a small guy. The wide receivers, a bunch of small guys. Jack Smith and Jigba, who I think is going to be awesome in the NFL. Small guy. Not going to be there anyways. Josh Downs from North Carolina, who I adore. Small guy. Maybe he's there. I expect he probably will be available. Jalen Hyatt. Small guy. Deep ball threat. And I really think... Cedric Tillman at Tennessee, who's a bigger player and could have been a first-round pick had he been healthy all season long up in Knoxville, I think he's better than Jalen Hyatt. And Hyatt really was able to take advantage of that, go back to the third Saturday in October against Alabama, the five touchdowns, a legendary day. But as we went over with somebody earlier on the show a couple weeks ago, man, those deep ball threats don't tend to really work all that well in the NFL. But Jalen Hyatt's someone to look at. I don't think wide receiver, though, is necessarily where this should go. And I look at the wide receiver core in Carolina – they're not great. It's not just me saying that. The national people, I know the media, the national media, they hate the Carolina Panthers. They don't even watch the team. I'm just, I'm always going to be real with y'all, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, then get over it. But if you do like it, I'm here to tell you my honest opinion. And that's why I think you come and listen to me on the show. There's plenty of people that will go out there and tell you what, what you want to hear. And then if things go wrong, you're like, oh, what are they told? Get over it. Just listen to me right now and how I feel about this wide receiver core, which I've told you. They're among the worst in the NFL. Now, it helps that you have Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst to supplement the fact that you don't really have that much proven talent in the NFL at wide receiver. Chark has had his moments and certainly is going to fill the void of a deep ball threat, and we'll see if he's able to develop that route tree and become a better wide receiver here in Carolina, and we'll see if he stays past this upcoming season. Adam Thielen is going to be 33 years old by this time of the season starts. 
I think the Panthers can get a good season out of Adam Thielen. Do I think they're going to get two good seasons out of Adam Thielen or three at the age of 34 and 35? No. If Adam Thielen is your top guy in 2023, okay, no big deal. What else were you going to do? But if he's the top guy in, in 24 and 25, then you have a problem. The Panthers should use that as a priority going into next offseason. As I mentioned before, there are guys like T. Higgins who are going to be looking to get paid, who might not get paid where they are at. We've seen it in the past with um, Tyreek Hill. We've seen it with A.J. Brown. It's happened. Last offseason, a bunch of those wide receivers who want to get paid did not get paid. The Panthers can have an opportunity down the road to maybe get one of those guys to be their number one. So I'm not going to fret over it right now. I'm just being honest where I don't think it's a great wide receiving core, but I think they can give you a decent amount of production, and it's a much better situation than they had towards the end of the last season when it was just DJ and then Terrace. They have more options, and I think this offensive scheme can utilize guys like Demir Bird and Lovis Chanel way better then, of course, Matt Rule and then the offensive coaching staff will really have been McAdoo the whole season last year, whether it was with Rule or with Steve Wilkes. But all that being said, wide receiver, probably not what we're looking for at 39. I've talked about B.J. Ojolari. I know people have been – I had one guy coming to me like, I don't know, man. It just seems like a bust. Who knows? I have sat here and I've told you, I'm never going to pretend that, that I know who's actually going to have success in the NFL. Ojolari, we'll see. It's a need, and it's a guy that's been mocked there. It's someone that people have talked about could have a first-round grade with some teams. He's someone who's met with Carolina. It would make sense if he's there. If they take an edge rusher, I'm cool with that. But, of course, best player available is what they want to go, and if they think the best player available is an edge, then by all means, at corner. We've seen it the last couple seasons. Dante Jackson cannot be relied upon to play a full 17-game season. He cannot even be relied upon to play 10 games. That is just the reality of the situation with Dante Jackson right now. And coming off an Achilles – I am very concerned about Dante Jackson and coming back and having the same speed and tenacity. He really has been playing with the last two years in Carolina after being someone who was accused of not wanting to put his head in there and make a tackle. That's not the case of Dante. He's been a ball hawk at times in his career, and I would love for him to be able to get back and be healthy for a full 17-game schedule. Just hard to believe that based off what we've seen the last three years. Eric Rowe is going to come in. He has experience as a starter both in New England, but mainly in Miami. We'll see what he can provide for Carolina. But C.J. Henderson, Keith Taylor, maybe with a new coaching staff, that will help them with Jonathan Cooley now as their cornerbacks coach, and then uh, D'Angelo Hall as the assistant cornerbacks coach. They can only get better. They can't get worse. And there's a reason why C.J. Henderson was taken in the top 10. The Carolina Panthers just can't sit here and hope on the development that has not been shown the last two seasons. And maybe that's on the past secondary coaches. Remember, Steve Wilkes is here last year in Carolina. And we still didn't really see that much development from those two guys. Would not mind in what is called a deep cornerback class for the Carolina Panthers to go out there and get a cornerback at 39 if they think it's going to happen or if they think that's what they should do or at 93. Offensive tackle. They have not replaced Cam Irving. Do you need to replace Cam Irving? Well, you're not going to replace the experience of anybody taking a draft. Can you replace his talent? Possibly. Where at? 39, 93, 114, maybe somewhere there. The Panthers need a swing tackle. They probably still need to go out there and get a veteran, but they need someone who can come in and can be the backup tackle. Now, it's possible, like we were talking with Mike K the other day, that there might be a competition because they really like Cade Mays. Maybe Brady Christensen becomes a swing tackle. That's what they want to do. But looking at what's going on at OTAs right now, look like Icky, look like Brady, um, look like uh, Bradley Bozeman, Cade Mays, and then... Of course, Taylor Moten going left to right on the offensive line. 
they need to find someone out there who can come in and be developed as a backup tackle for the Carolina Panthers, can come in and be that swing tackle. That's something that I'm thinking they should look at. Uh, tight end. Why not? If Hayden Hurst goes down, who are you going to depend upon? It's not Tommy Trimble. It's not going to be Ian Thomas. I don't know what role Stephon Sullivan has to play. I think Gio Ritchie is still someone who's an interesting prospect in this new scheme who has shown the ability to not just catch the football, but to do something with it once he does. We'll see what happens, but tight end would not hate the Carolina Panthers going out there and finding a true pass-catching tight end in this draft class. And linebacker, of course, not nearly enough depth right now. Even looking at the roster, we got Shaq. You also have Frankie Louvu, and behind them, Brandon Smith, who we barely saw last year. Linebacker, that's a position of need. Edge, corner, off to tackle, tight end linebacker, maybe even wide receiver. And, you know, would have loved running back. Maybe a guy like Sean Tucker had the Panthers not gone out there and brought in Miles Sanders. I'd be totally fine with them getting really any of those six positions. But I said six needs, six draft picks. Go out there, fill all six of the needs with those six draft picks if you can. But if you don't, well, that's okay. Hopefully, they can get some good positional value, which is kind of what they're going to be trying to do anyways heading into the draft tonight, Friday, and, of course, Saturday during the day there in Kansas City. So that's where I'm at with the needs. It's a big night for Carolina. Tonight is the start of David Tepper relaunch 2.0. It's the start of, hopefully, a new franchise here in Carolina. But boy, man, I really hope they get it right. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But first, are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best-tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, y'all. They taste so amazing. You won't think that they're good for you. You got to try them right now. So what makes Built Bars so good, you ask? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate on every single bar and puff. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste just like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And that's what's even better about them is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, which you can still do. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or even a coconut puff flavor. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, and of course a member, run in and grab a 13-bar box of their hip flavors, brownie, batter, puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting 
shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Safe to say that tonight is one of the most important nights in Carolina Panthers history, at least recent history since David Tepper took over here in Carolina. I had no issue with David Tepper holding on to Ron Rivera despite the collapse there in 2018 when Amazon and all or nothing film cameras were here all season to watch the uh, God, deterioration of Cam Newton and his shoulder and really the Panthers franchise as we knew it. 2019, Cam hurts his foot in New England. Doesn't look the same the first two weeks of the season against Los Angeles and against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then it's the Kyle Allen show. The show where y'all were th- saying to yourselves, we have a franchise quarterback. And was not the case and will never be the case. Kyle Allen did not work out here in Carolina. Will Greer was not the guy to come here to replace Cam. Teddy Bridgewater looked okay for a moment. That was not an experiment David Sepper was trying to sign himself up for for more than the 16-game season down in 2022 or 2020, rather. Sam Darnold, always a terrible decision from the beginning. It's the trade, not even the fifth-year option, but trading for him, a guy who was terrible in New York, and then trying to pretend with a bad offensive line and with Joe Brady, who had no business being an OC at that time in the NFL, that things were going to be any better. And, yes, that's me, in a way, coming up with reasons why Sam Darnold did not succeed, but we've seen it. Between the years, he just does not have what it takes to be a high-level quarterback in the NFL so far throughout his career. Did not work. Matt Corral never got an opportunity. Baker Mayfield, that also did not work. I've listed out all the quarterbacks outside of Taylor Haneke, of course, who came, I guess, in the bottom in the end of 2018 against Atlanta. I've listed all the guys that have started and P.J. Walker. And none of those guys have shown themselves to be franchise quarterbacks of the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers have tried to go after Deshaun Watson. They've tried to go after Matthew Stafford. They phoned in about Russell Wilson, and they have been denied at every turn and have had to settle for reclamation projects. No longer is that going to be the case here in Carolina, at least not for the next three seasons. That's how long Bryce Young has to show that he's the right guy here in Carolina. He has everything a quarterback could want outside of good receivers. He's got a great offensive line. He has a great mentor in Andy Dalton who has been in this exact situation. He has a head coach in Frank Wright that has won a Super Bowl, who has played at the position and has loved one of the greatest comebacks in NFL playoff history with the Buffalo Bills, yes, Frank Reich there by his side. He has Jim Caldwell, who has, who has coached one of the greatest of all time in Peyton Manning. He has Parks Frazier, who called plays last year. He has Josh McCown, who's played at the position, who's been all around the league, is a great mentor as well. He has Thomas Brown, who is coming from Sean McVay, and one of the most innovative offensive play callers in the history of the game. You have everything you need to succeed here in Carolina, except for, of course, a great wide receiver core right now that will get better this is a good situation for Bryce Young to step into and this is so important for the Carolina Panthers to get it right they're taking Bryce that's happening they're not taking Anthony Richardson they're not taking Will Levis they're not taking CJ Stroud they're taking Bryce Young that's the reality here in Carolina tonight so you just got to get on board I'm on board with it even though I think Richardson's a pick I love Bryce I'm on board let's go it's so important that moving forward, they do all the right things. Because all offseason, I have praised David Tepper, the owner here in Carolina, for doing the right things. I didn't love not bringing back Steve Wilkes. 
I always liked Frank Reich, had no issue bringing in Frank Reich. And when you look at the staff that he's built, because he told Frank, go out there and get the best staff possible. Don't hire your buddies. Don't do all that kind of stuff. Go hire the best staff possible. And his staff has experience. It's diverse. It has so many guys that are capable of being head coaches at the end of the day. And Thomas Brown and Gerald Averro and Chris Tabor, all three of your coordinators. I love the staff they have here in Carolina. And even behind that, you can see guys like Parks Fraser potentially being an OC down the line. You can see Devin Fitzsimmons stepping up and being your special teams coordinator down the line. You can see potentially one of these guys on the defensive side of the ball stepping up and being your DC. They have a strong staff. Free agency, you filled all the holes you needed. Von Bell was a captain in Cincinnati the last couple seasons where they went to the Super Bowl and last year the AFC Championship game. He's now here in Carolina to be your starting safety. You've allowed Jeremy Chin to now play close to the line of scrimmage in this new scheme. You're going to bring back Brian Burns on a massive deal. He's already here under contract, of course, but you're going to sign him to a massive deal probably here shortly. And I, I know he, he broke his, his ankle, so that's somewhat of a concern. I hadn't addressed that. Not overly concerned in a way, but sort of, yes, we'll see how that works out and where he, whether he's actually ready to go. But you're going to invest in Brian Burns. You're going to invest in Derek Brown by picking up the fifth-year option the next week or so. They're going to do that. They've gone out, and they've added to the wide receiver core. They've added Adam Thielen. They've added DJ Chark, experienced guys who help the position group and can help Terrace Marshall and Shai Smith and Lishka Chenault to get to where you would want them to be here in Carolina. They've done all the right things throughout the process of trading up, which again, I didn't think they need, they should have done that, but that's what they're going to do. They're going to go after it. They're going to get their guy. Hopefully it works out in the end, but they decided to trade up. And with that, they had a plan. They're going to go to the pro days. They're going to bring a big traveling party so they can get enough perspective from everyone in that building that matters so they could get this right. They've been, they've been intentional. They've been patient. They've dotted all their I's, crossed all their T's, and it's led to this moment. One of the most important moments in recent franchise history with Bryce Young being the number one overall pick here in the 2023 NFL Draft. And let's all pray that they got it right. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council, your team every day. That's our motto here. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where I'll be back next Friday for the weekly Friday mailbag, either at me or DM me with those weekly Friday mailbag questions. Coming up on tomorrow's show really later on tonight now if you're watching on youtube i always bring it up the day before but coming up on thursday night i will be back i don't know what time i'm gonna wait till the carolina panthers are done with the draft i do not expect them to trade back into the first round but once they're done once they've done the press conference and all that kind of stuff then i will go live on youtube locked on panthers youtube channel and i will break down the carolina panthers taking bryce young which we believe will be the case and what it now means for the Carolina Panthers as they head into the next two nights of the NFL draft. So I'll talk about that coming up tonight. That will be the Friday podcast. My plan on Saturday night is also, or Friday night rather, is to also do another show live on YouTube. I'm running in an 8K that Saturday morning, and I got to be up early, so we'll see how that works out. But I'm planning on doing that for you all to give you a breakdown of the second, third round, especially since we've been talking about what they're going to do with 39 for the last couple weeks and then i'll be back on sunday where i will break down what they've done throughout the draft that'll be monday's episode so look out for that also i got something going on bleach report 
on Sunday. I think a live edition at 2 p.m. on the Bleacher Report app, so look out for that. But follow me on Twitter at Julian Council so you can get all of the information there, all the links, everything that you need as I break down the 2023 NFL Draft and the Carolina Panthers, hopefully, finally, delivering us a franchise quarterback. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And I'll talk to you all later tonight as Bryce Young is expected to be the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.